This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Dine Local SD, serving up the latest in the San Diego culinary world with a pinch of history. Hey, hey, we are live on the Dine Local <laughs> SD podcast, episode number 50. 50. Wow. We are serving up the latest in the San Diego culinary world with a pinch of history. Today, we welcome Chef Dominic Valenzuela of Cloak and Petal. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Thank Good. You. Thank Hi. you for having me. Hey, thanks for being here. Of course. Um, I found this cool. I, I've never, admittedly, never been to Cloak and Petal. I know. Shame on me. Um, but I found this cool <laughs> thing on your website that says, where we invite you to journey into a place of both intimacy and companionship. Our concept is drawn from our name. The word cloak implies secrecy, inspiring our concept of social sphere humming. Wow, that's a tongue twister. (laughs) Beneath the levels of ordinary life. Petal alludes to the Japanese tradition of, how do you say that, Hanami? Uh, Hanami? Hanami, yes. Hanami, where family and friends gather under blooming cherry blossoms to savor food, drinks, and fellowship. That sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so um, kind of the whole theme of the restaurant um, <clears throat> you know, right off the bat, like, you know, we have some very loud, aggressive art. So pretty much it'll, it'll suck you in or it'll spit you out. Like uh, if you don't <laughs> like it, you'll know right off the bat, like, okay, all right, this ain't for me. But, um, you know, what's beautiful about it is that we have these huge, like cherry blossom trees mm, in the middle. I've seen photos. Yeah. And so, um, you know, and then you have the chef window there, There's a lot of life going on. Cool. You know? Yeah. So it's a really cool place. Um, and just a really, I, I look at it every day being in the chef window prepping, um, and I look out there and I see all the creative art and it just kind of, it's just like this creative fun house yeah. for me. You know, awesome. So, yeah. so is it an open kitchen or there's just like a little window? Uh, it's, well, it's not open just cause we have like the huge, like, uh, uh, open windows or whatever okay. in the front. Yeah, yeah. So health department won't allow us to have like, oh. an actual open kitchen, but gotcha. if there's a chef window there. Okay. On they'll pass where we can pass food. Through. Nice. And then we have a sushi bar in the back too. Hey. Yeah. It sounds like a super fun place. Oh yeah. We got, yeah. You got a lot going on. Yeah. It's a blast. Cool. How did you end up there? <clears throat> uh, so What's used, your story? Okay, so my story. Well, originally I'm from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Nice. Moved out here in 2013 um, from from Albuquerque. Kind of bounced all over the place, Hawaii, LA. Mm. But been doing sushi for 15 years. Um, I had a taco truck in Albuquerque before I moved out here. Uh, ended up selling that, thinking I was going to start back up out here okay. and sell San Diego fish tacos. But uh, I, I can't. Uh, <laughs> I can't compete with with the fish tacos out here. I, I bet at, you were killing it in New Mexico. Oh, I was killing yeah, it. Yeah, I was yeah. killing <laughs> it in in Albuquerque. But then I got out here and I was like, "What? Uh, They're selling these massive tacos for like a dollar twenty five? I'm like, nope. No, Kiko's man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm like, I'm. Oh yeah, I love Kiko's fish tacos. So oh, that's my favorite. <laughs> um, but then, uh, yeah, I started working at Sushi on the Rock in La Jolla. Okay. And that was a gorgeous place to come to work. You know, just they have a beautiful view of the cove, mm. and so uh, I just love working there right away. And just the guys that I worked with. You know, they were young, they were exciting, and they all just loved loved awesome. cooking, you know. So um, I kind of do- dove back into doing sushi and uh, ended up meeting um, the owner of Prospect Bar and Grill at the time, Caesar. Um, he was a good customer of mine, whatever, kind of became a regular. And so he had always come sit at the sushi bar, and so we always chatted up. And then through the years, you know, he just remembered my name. And so when it came, he got the opportunity to open, mm-hmm. to be owner of this restaurant, Um he brought me along with him. Awesome. You know? So, yeah. So, uh, that's kind of how I wound up at Cloak and Petal. Okay. You know, the um, the idea is uh, Japanese social dining. Okay. <clears throat> so, kind of traditional Japanese um, soul, but then meeting some of the um, modern American, like, style plating and stuff. Okay. And just kind of being served in a uh, 
a familiar way. Yeah. You know, nice. So. I, I printed out your menu <laughs> yeah. and, um, I always tell this story and then I feel guilty for telling a story. I got sick from eating sushi many years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a, I woke up in the middle of the night. It was, I remember specifically it was big eye. I had so much big eye. Mm. My friend was a sushi chef. He was sending out tons of it. Yeah. I ate so much of it. Cause I was like mm. embarrassed to send it back. I woke up in the middle of the night after having a dream that there was a school of fish in my stomach oh, yeah. and I threw up for like eight hours. <laughs> oh, and so, yeah. so <laughs> I'm like still a, a little, like I can't really dive into the sushi game yeah, yeah, too yeah. strong. Cause I have like some connections to no, it. No, totally, totally. But um, I'm reading your menu and it sounds delicious. <laughs> oh, so that's so half much. the battle. For yeah, me, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. it's like, oh. Yeah. So you have like some of the staples, like, you know, you have a shrimp tempura roll, which is like what I usually go for. <laughs> um, but you also have some really cool things. Like you have a glazed duck breast on the menu yeah. and a wagyu roll. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your favorite roll on the menu? Uh, my favorite roll actually um, is not even on the menu. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's it's yet to be released. Whoa, yeah, yeah. what is it? See, no, can can you tell us? Is a secret? Well, actually, we we just made it up the other day. It's a really good roll. Um, um, the new menu. I'm I'm starting to design a new menu. Uh, let me give a quick uh, yeah. background. Okay, so I came into this restaurant with uh, Chef uh, Trace Jerome. Um, he's a very great sushi chef. Has 21 plus years experience out here and uh, in Japan too. Um, so he kind of wrote, helped me write the menu in the beginning. Cool. Like we were working together. Um, he kind of fell off. And then, um, so I took over as exec. So nice. I can't take full credit for the entire menu. Sure. But we're kind of in, in this transitional phase where we started, we had these customers kind of seeing us mm-hmm. for what we are. But now, kind of transferring into yeah. into uh, my lead role. Nice. And I have, uh, you know, the proper help. I have another lead sushi chef and my, my lead sous um, that are helping me you know, with creating new specials and kind of. Nice. Putting the menu more towards our style. Sure. Um, but uh, we created a roll the other day um, based off of avocado toast. You know, it's oh, really, yeah. really popular it right is. now. So we did uh, spicy salmon and roasted red peppers inside. We panko fried it, you know, so we oh, got yeah. the Japanese breadcrumb outside. And then we, we made a like an avocado schmear. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. A little chili salt, togadashi yeah. salt, um, some micros, you know, from specialty. Oh, hey. And say, hey, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and uh, some, uh, some um, ume, umeboshi uh, pickled onions. Oh, okay. On top of that, too. Yum. Yeah. yeah, so. And when, uh, can, when can someone go and order that? Uh, you know, if they come and order it off the secret, if they're listening now and they yeah. come and order it, yeah, ask for the avocado toast roll okay. from, from Chef Don. All right. And I'll send it out for sure. Oh, <laughs> I want someone to comment on Facebook right now and say that they're going to go and do that. Yeah, yeah. We currently have two listeners, so there's two opportunities. Hi, David J. Myers. Perhaps you would like to go. That's one of my friends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, anywho, so uh, have you been to Japan? Uh, I did. Yeah, before we opened uh, in September, I, I took How a trip was it? to Japan. I hear it's like amazing. It is amazing. Like what I took from it is I just see how much uh, care and consideration they put into everything that they do. Yeah. You know, they, they take, they tight, they, you know, they, they choose a job and mm-hmm. they devote their life to it, mm. you know. And so everybody is like this huge, you know, they, they know the, the will that they're, that they're a part of. And they right. all do their part. You go to, the, you walk through the streets and they're so clean and mm. so immaculate. Um, and so everybody's just taking, doing their part, you yeah. know, which is, which is really beautiful. Yeah. And then, um, on the subways, like it's complete silence. Like Ooh. people just, people just are in their Ooh. zone. They're not, That's they're not, impressive. you know, they're not yeah. trying to Hustle show off or be loud. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, huh. it's just, it's just, it's really cool, man. It's That's quite, really it's cool. Quite, I've never been. Yeah. It's quite peaceful. 
Very, very nice. Yeah. Um, and the food is incredible. Just everything that you eat there. The Seven Elevens. I've I've seen photos of the Seven yeah, Eleven. The food at the Seven Eleven. I was like, we could just stay here. It seems like a very um, prideful culture. Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally, yeah. Yeah. They love the culture, and um, yeah, but they're. You know, they're not loud about it. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's like a quiet pride, not like an ego thing. Yeah, it's, it's not like, trying to force anything yeah. on you. You know, it's it's just like, this is what we do. You yeah. don't like it, that's fine. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. So you've been out here for a handful of years. Yep. Um, and you've worked around. What? Who are some <clears> of like your sushi, local sushi idols or like lo- uh, local chef idols or, well, or not idols, but people you look up to? Well, definitely um, Rob Robert Cassidy. Mm-hmm. He was one that, um, that I worked with. Uh, at Sushi on the Rock okay. and, and um, you know Paul also the owner of uh, Sushi on the Rock uh, those two guys really you know really set the tone for me mm-hmm. and stuff and really pulled out this uh, you know this new fire in me that, yeah. that uh, I, I now have today um, those guys Yaz Sushi uh, who's down at Hinotez okay. right now he's um, he's one of the lead chefs there and then um, Davin White over there at, oh, uh, yeah. at uh what is it? Wrench and uh, Rodent. Wrench and Rodent. Love that dude. Yeah. That just watching him work, it's like work like a like a mad scientist yeah. in the lab. Like he just has all the yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so cool. A yeah. year ago today, Facebook reminded me that I was grabbing coffee with David and Jessica, his wife, oh, in no Paris. Way. Yeah. Oh, no way. Yeah, we were both in Paris at the same time and it oh, was like that's awesome. we should meet up. And yeah. then we grabbed a coffee in the middle of Paris and I was like, This is pretty cool. That is really cool. Yeah. Oh, he's such a cool guy. Yeah. They're, they're um, good people. Yeah. And then Rob Ruiz, mm-hmm. uh, Land and Water Company. You know, I like yeah. what he's doing over there too. Cool. So yeah. And then of course Chef TJ. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. He's of amazing. Course. Awesome. Um have you ever met John Park? Uh f- Chef and owner of Fish 101 up north in um, like Solana Beach, Cincinnati. He's a cool dude. You guys should link up. He's really, really cool. He worked um, in San Francisco in, I forget the name, but the really popular, one of the really most popular sushi places there. Awesome. Yeah. He's Uh, a Fish 101. Yeah. Fish 101. I had him on, I hadn't met him until he was on the podcast. And he's just so cool. And him and David worked (laughs) at Cafe Japango, which was in La Jolla. Mm -hmm. Um, like as they were both coming up yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. he has some cool stories about working, you know, like coming up with him. And, oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. 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 I, I actually passed through, uh, Japango also. That was nice. one of the places oh, that cool. I worked to. Yeah. So Man, a lot of people have passed through Japango. <clears throat> I know like, you know, places like Sushi on the Rock and Cafe Japango that have been mm-hmm. around for almost like 30 years. It's cool being part of like that. Legacy, that. right? Yeah. 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 That's yeah. awesome. Cool. So, um, I, I always say this when I write interview sushi chefs. Like, I don't know how to make sushi. Yeah. I only learned how to make one roll ever. It was when I worked at the Prado. And it was a uh, <clears throat> a Wagyu sushi roll that was stuffed with, like, wasabi cream and asparagus. Okay. Um, it's the only th- sushi roll I've ever rolled. Yeah. Uh, professionally like in a kit like that i was serving i've tried to do it at home and i just suck so like i was telling john (laughs) park about it and he was like yeah like and also um evan cruz from artera i was talking with him about sushi because he's a sushi bar and he's like sometimes it takes like apprentices like you know 10 years just to learn the rice yeah yeah so like what like tell me about like the art of making sushi to someone that like doesn't really know anything about it and and like how you got you said like they lit this fire in you or they like brought out this passion in you that you didn't have like okay. what is it about this like masterful craft that's so appealing to you um you know for me i think it's you know definitely the the art of it and just kind of the ultimate strive for perfection you know, mm-hmm. basically what 
you know, the Japanese mindset is, is that sure. it can always be better and they can always perfect it. That's mm-hmm. why it takes you 10, you know, two years or whatever. I think it's usually a base around like two years okay. you know, to learn rice. But that's so that you can appreciate it. If you can yeah. cook rice, non- like just doing rice for mm-hmm. two years, then you're going to be a master at it. Yeah. You know? And then you graduate up to the next level. Sure. You know? And it's something that if you're going to be doing this for the rest of your life anyways, yeah. then... You know, like, take your time. Yeah, Do it yeah, right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a long road, you know. Yeah. So, um, I think that's that's why they, you know, it's you can cook rice yeah. at home. You know, no problem. You know, you know, I can't. I'm <laughs> yeah. terrible at cooking yeah. rice. But um, you know, watching somebody like Chef TJ, you know, who totally, uh, you know, embodied that and you know had that respect mm-hmm. for it. You know, um, not everybody has, especially in America. You know, everybody just just teach rush, me, teach rush, me. Rush, yeah, yeah, especially like some of these young chefs. You know, just show me how to do the cool stuff. You yeah. know, and it's like I'm gonna go fish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's it's more than that. Yeah, it's so much more than that. Yeah. You know, you're you're. It can only take you so far if that's what you what you care about. You know? Right. So you really gotta love what you do. You know, and that's what keeps me um, coming in every day. You know, and just yeah. love the way. You know, I close my eyes sometimes, and you just hear like the sounds of the kitchen mm-hmm. and prepping in the morning. You gotta fall in love with that stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, what I love about sushi is just yeah the art of it, the simplicity of it. It's just fish and rice. Mm-hmm. You know, but taking those two things and taking a massive you know bluefin tuna. Yeah. And breaking it down into these little individual blocks, little, and then yeah. slicing that into <clears throat> half ounce pieces of a fish that you lay on top of rice, which you you know you you mold in your hand. Yeah. You know, so it's like. <clears throat> Craftsmanship. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's craftsmanship, exactly. Cool. Yeah, I I think that's really cool, and I can see that. Um, I can like when you talk about sushi, I'm like, oh yeah, there's like, you know, taking something really big like a giant fish, and then creating all these little tiny art pieces. And sushi is so visually pleasing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And uh, as you were talking about it, I was thinking about. Um, I also work at Tribute Pizza, mm-hmm. and that's how the owner is with his pizza, right? Oh, okay, it's like. Yeah. Like to a lot of people, it's like there's some cheese on a piece of bread and like you eat it. And to him, it's like I was just training um, this new guy how to make a pizza. Mm -hmm. And, you know, most people, they would grab the the mushrooms and kind of sprinkle them around, you know. And the owner will, one at a time, place each mushroom. And Yes, exactly. And I was explaining that to the new person. I'm like, listen, like I know your knee-jerk reaction is to like, but like this is how we do it here. And he was looking at me like I was crazy. Yeah, yeah. But it's like the owner always says, like, we're, we have to build the perfect bite each mm-hmm. bite. Yeah. It's not building the perfect slice. Of the per- it's the perfect bite each bite you take. Absolutely. And that's, like, kind of what sushi oh, that's, is, right? that's absolutely like, what sushi is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the perfect bite. Everything bite size, you know. It's like, yeah. Like some people, especially making sushi in America, you know, you get, you know, everybody just wants to. I feel like most people just crave wasabi. Oh, wasabi and soy sauce, I you know. Wasabi. And they just dunk everything wasabi yeah. soy. And they're like. No. I don't know the fish. I can't really taste the fish. I'm like, yeah, because you're dunking yeah, in, yeah. in this mud that you make. You know? In this mud, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like in Japan, you go to the sushi bars there, and and they will dress it for you. you right. Don't, you don't even dip it in soy sauce. Yeah. It comes to you just ready to eat. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's that's kind of one thing that I always love to do is just build a perfect bite. Mm-hmm. Like another one of my favorite foods is nachos. <laughs> and when I make nachos, I spread them out. Yeah. And I make sure each each, each individual nacho has the perfect A little amount. bit of everything. Exactly. Yeah. Right. That's the way it should be done. Nachos <laughs> to pizza to sushi. It's yeah. all the same, <laughs> you know? right? We're all oh, doing totally. the same oh, thing totally. here. Well, you know, like why I wouldn't eat sushi like as, as like my favorite meal or whatever. Mm-hmm. I love sushi. Yeah. But I eat it all the time. You know? Right. So on my days off, like, you know, I crave cheeseburgers, like yeah. nachos, I crave something greasy. Where's, where's your favorite cheeseburger? Uh, in town, it's got to be Rocky's. Oh, yeah. yeah. Rocky's has Rocky. It's just a good, solid cheeseburger. Yeah, right? it is. Have you been to the Balboa in Bankers Hill up here? No, I haven't been. They have a phenomenal cheeseburger. It's really good. Okay. What is it called? 
Balboa? The Balboa. The Balboa. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Super good. Like known for their cheeseburgers, yeah, yeah. definitely. And then I just ate at The Friendly. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about them? Uh, I think I did. They're actually. becoming a cult classic, I'm okay. calling them. Yeah, oh, yeah, they're becoming like a staple. They have something called the Dirty Flat Top Burger. It's okay. like $3. Oh, like legit. It's like, nice. maybe it's five. It's yeah, not yeah. not more than five. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the the meat is just like lacy. It's so thin. Ooh. Like it's like just like affectionately the shittiest cheeseburger you'll, you'll ever get. You know, just like smooshed on a flat <laughs> yeah, yeah, top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but everyone's going crazy over them. It's oh, like, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah dude. Oh. I'm, a, I'm a cheeseburger fan. Heck I'm yeah. a cheeseburger fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll definitely go check it out. Yeah, yeah. Definitely hit up both of those because they're very different. For sure. Um, and so, okay, I'm looking at <clears throat> Cloak and Petal info. Yeah. So, Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. to 11 p.m.? Uh, yeah, that's the bar. We, okay. The kitchen is open till about 9.30. Oh. Okay, right yeah, on. Yeah. So, cool. Yeah. And then Thursday and Friday... Bars open a little bit later, still closing down around 10 p.m. or so. Uh, kitchen, I believe, last last calls at 11. Okay, yeah. nice. Not bad. And then you're open for like kind of lunch hours on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, we open a little bit earlier, nice. you know, and get people trickling in, especially Saturday, you know, farmer's yeah. market. Oh, there. sure. Yeah, yeah. How then, long have you guys been open? Uh, December 22nd is when we kind of okay. uh, silently open the doors. Yeah, well, you're still new. Yeah, yeah. You're still yeah, new yeah, kids on the block yeah, down there are. in Little I know, Italy. I know, just trying to. Just trying to keep up with the demand, you know, and, yeah. and the expectations. So that's why, um, yeah, yeah, we're I'm I'm excited about this the the newest menu that yeah. I'm gonna put out. You know, in the beginning, I kind of gave full reign to Chef TJ, sure, and you know, just kind of helping him with the organizational parts yeah. of it, and you know, kind of backing him up. And then you know, um, him leaving, um, we had already had the spring menu set, okay. you know, kind of what we were gonna do. So yeah. we still unveiled that, but I I want to continue to push the envelope. Yeah, you know, we have like so many cool tools there. And we have like you know, young, passionate chefs. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I make tools by 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 just the the people that I have in the, in the global perspective. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, what? I what? Yeah, I don't have anything like you see on like chefs' table. Oh, I was like, like, what that. do you have? <laughs> okay, got it. I got that. secret Japanese yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm like, what? Tell me. All right, cool. <laughs> I don't know about these cool tools. <laughs> no, I don't know. I I just love I just love yeah. going to work, and so I mean, just I love cooking. And, awesome. Uh, so this newest menu that's going to come out, it's going to have a lot, a lot more of, of my influence on it. Cool. And, you know, we'll have some, some stuff that are staples that are, yeah. are you know, now going to be on the menu for a long time. Perfect. And then, uh, yeah, a bunch of new stuff that, that totally says me. Yeah, says yeah. me. I like that. Awesome. If you guys want to go <clears throat> visit Cloak and Petal, like I'm going to, they were at 1953 on India Street. So. India Street, you know, that's a popular street. Yeah, Indian Grape. There it is. I'm right, like, you guys are close to the corner, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah we're, we're right there in the heart of it. Yeah, yeah, you really are. Um, you can check them out on <clears throat> Facebook at Cloak and Petal or on Instagram at Cloak and Petal and also on a website, Um, Yeah, man, thanks for joining me. This has of been course. super fun. Yeah, heck yeah. To explore the San Diego food scene, head on over to DineLocalSD.com where we highlight restaurant menus and ongoing specials. And stay connected with us on Instagram and Facebook for upcoming podcast guests and awesome giveaways. We're definitely going to do a Cloak and Petal gift card giveaway. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you should enter to win that. There'll be more information later this week about how to enter. And um, make sure you sign up for our newsletter because you get first crack. So thanks, Dominic. Of nice course. to have you. Thank you, Kit. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, please tell your friends and give us a rating on iTunes. Thank you.
The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.